Now, Health Matters with Daniel Martin. Welcome into Health Matters right here on CNA 938. Good to have you on board, everybody. And many of you have been reading and sharing recently about one of our actors who has been posting about how he experienced shingles. He's in his late 40s, I would say. And he talked about how it was absolutely dramatically life-changing for him. The pain, some of the scarring, and how it just was so challenging, is so challenging for him to cope with. There's a myth. People think that shingles is very rare. But get this, one in three could get shingles in their lifetime. Why? How? What can you do about it? Dr. Mark Tang is here, consultant uh, consultant dermatologist based at Mount Alvinia Medical Center. Dr. Tang, it's good to see you in person. Hello, welcome to the studio. Hi, Daniel. Great to see you today. We've talked on the phone, we've talked before on video, but it's good to talk in person, especially about a concept and a topic like this. Every other year, I find myself talking about shingles. Mm-hmm. This particular actor had shared on social media, in particular, about how the pain was so tremendous that he never expected it. Some people think shingles... Maybe just some superficial thing, chicken pox related, mm-hmm. not so painful. How bad is the pain, Dr. Well, Tan? you know, seeing so many patients with shingles, yeah. it is excruciating. Really? So shingles has been, you know, thought to be one of the most painful conditions you can have wow. in life. So people score it 8 upon 10, 10 upon 10. And the pain is very unusual because it's a nerve pain. So it's right. a shooting pain. You know, they've got tingling sensation. It's a burning pain. Um, it's a very different quality from the pain that you get when you cut your finger. Right. So it is, you know, because it's the chickenpox virus reactivated in a nerve. So it's, you know, it's a very, very, you know, I suppose interesting condition for us, but we know the signs to the letter. You know, we know what causes it. We know how to prevent it. We know how to treat it. And that's the most important thing. Okay, so bottom line is if you've had chickenpox, you're at risk for developing shingles. That's right. So right. chickenpox is the acute infection. We get that as children. We get that as adults. And then the virus hides in the nerve. Mm. And then it stays there. And then it takes advantage of us when we get tired, when we get stressed, when we get infection, when we get chemotherapy, uh-huh. you know, when we get, our immune system is suppressed. And then the shingles, I mean, the chickenpox virus starts to get reactivated. Right. And it comes along out on the nerve. Yeah, so, you know, shingles is pretty common because most of us would have had chickenpox. Exactly. And it can even occur in people who've, had, who've been vaccinated against chickenpox. There's another myth that a lot of people think that you have to be older and then shingles mm-hmm. will reactivate. But like you described, any of those things could happen in your 30s, 40s, 50s. Right. Younger so, persons can get yeah, it right. So the youngest patient I've had was a 12-year-old girl. What? Yeah. Just before PSLE, oh. I know it's super stressful at PSLE. Yeah. And she had shingles. And obviously the oldest I've seen, you know, in the 80s and 90s, you know, that's common. Yeah. But the most important thing really is in, you know, young working adults. So 40s, 50s, peak of their careers, you know, they can't afford... Contributing to to the household. Exactly. They can't, you know, afford time to be away from work. Um, And then having to deal with this, you know, they're off work for a couple of days. Um, But just not just the pain, but, you know, what happens after you heal the rash? You know, this is a blistering rash. Um, the skin can get scarring, the yeah. skin can get infected, and the pain can linger. So we call this post-hepatic neuralgia or post-shingles pain. Mm. And this pain is, you know, occurs in 30% of people, it occurs in people who are older, and that pain is really difficult to treat because you can't just pop Panadol to treat that. Right. You really need something to soothe it's the nerve. It's nerve pain. This exactly. is not body aches. This is not bone pain. This is not anything else. It's nerve exactly. pain. 
what what's what about that myth about the snake? What's going on? Ah, that's a very interesting one. So I can understand why people might think that. I can understand why before we knew the signs, yeah. you know, people thought this was a snake encircling the body. And, you know, you heard about the one that when it fully encircles the body, that's when it becomes fatal. Yes. So, you know, that was an observation that people had. And it was the right observation. But it's not really caused by a snake. And yeah. I remember this so well because, you know, when I was a young boy, my father had shingles. Ah. You know, he wasn't very old. He was probably in his 40s. He had shingles. I remember accompanying him to uh, a TCM practitioner and they used the jawsticks to catch the snake. And I remember the skin was, was popping and he was screaming. And, you know, it was a very, very difficult time for him and for me to, to see that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, years later in medical school, you know, I learned about shingles and, you know, there is effective treatment. Yes. So there are antiviral treatments antiviral tablets that you can take. And so the dark ages of, you know, that snake story should really be put away. We can treat it effectively and now we can actually prevent it. So Let's talk about that. Yeah. Maybe that put you on the path of medicine or you never know who well, knows how that one experience. Exactly. That's so interesting. But yes, let's talk about that. Can, how do we prevent? How do we treat? So What has changed? Well, treatment, I think the most important is to catch it early. Yeah. And to catch it early, you have to suspect it. You've got to think about it. So you've okay. got to see a doctor who kind of like looks at him, looks at the patient, hears the story and say, hey, that might be shingles. And you must be alerted to it because studies have shown the earlier you treat shingles, the less complications you have. So okay. if you start the treatment within 24, 48, 72 hours, you have the best outcome. Okay, catch it out so early. Do we really, can we figure it I out? I think you can. I mean, I, I think that not many things have this characteristic sharp shooting pain. And and sometimes when you can't, because, you know, it takes about two or three days before the rash comes on. Mm. Yep. Um, you know, if you can't make it, you have got to think about it. Mm. And so I often warn patients, say, you know, look, I, I don't see a rash, but I want you to be aware. And the rash comes on, come back to see me, see your GP, get treatment early. So I think the key message is Early treatment yeah. makes a difference. Okay. Right? Where's the pain? Where you feel, it's nerve pain again. Is it nerve all pain, over your body? Nope, nope. It's localized. It okay. can be in the ear. Uh, it can be in the, you know, uh, along um, the chest. Um, I've seen so many interesting presentations. I've had a patient who went to the accident emergency department thinking he was having a heart attack. Right. And he was invest. He stayed in the hospital. He was investigated with, you know, scans and blood tests and repeated ECGs. And on day three, the rash came, you know, comes on and, and came on, and you know, right exactly. There. And I have a patient who had, you know, pain in the back, and thought that he had pulled the back, and you know, had MRI scans and everything, and actually started medication for that. But three days later, you know, the rash comes on. Mm. So it's really the prodromal pain that occurs, and you've got to suspect it. Mm. You've got to be sensitized to it. You've got to look for the rash. And when it comes on, get treatment early. So if we start the antiviral soon, we can get past it very quickly. Well, the, you can shorten the duration of the disease. Normally, Great. it takes, you know, seven to 10 days. Great. You can sh- shorten the, the, um, the suffering, definitely. Mm. You can reduce the long-term complications. Um, but there is still, a, it's like COVID, you know, you, you yeah. have to go through a certain, you know, Does it reduce the scarring it. if you're on the antivirals? Exactly. It does. Yes, because it reduces the... The, the the eruption as you might call it 
it stops the virus from replicating. Nice. Yep. And then the other big thing, of course, is prevention. So in the yes. past, we never had a chance to prevent it. It was always about, you know, recognizing it early and treating it early. But now we can prevent it. So, you know, there's vaccination available. And that's made a real big difference for patients who are undergoing, you know, chemotherapy, undergoing treatments that yeah. suppress the immune system. Because in the past, there was nothing we could do. We could only just warn them and hope that they didn't get it. Right. But now we can actually prevent it. And, you know, for healthy people, you know, after the age of 50, again, because it's common, you know, you don't want it to disrupt your life. Yep, you should, I mean, it, it's something to do. And, and it was my, when I turned 50, that was one of the first few things <laughs> I had on my to-do list. So it's rec it's, it can be recommended for persons over 50, turning, turning 50 and above. 50 and above. It is, it it's is, quite young, but that's the best time. Of course, because when, it, it, this is not based on you know plucking a, a number out of the air. Yeah. This is based on evidence where the cost-benefit ratio is there. Uh -huh. um, it's, it's, it's related to all these risk factors as well. So, you know, what if you can't, this is a very valid concern because I, I fall into this category. What if you can't remember if you had chicken pox? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like then you decide like, oh, should I be having the shingles vaccine or should I take a chicken pox vaccine? Well, you can actually do a blood test to see whether you've been exposed to chicken pox. Oh. It's normally not necessary. Uh, before we had, you know, widespread chicken pox vaccination for children, we assumed that everyone before this time have had, you know, will have had chickenpox. So it's, it, it's, chickenpox is a very infectious condition. Yeah. It's very common. So prior to vaccination, where we mass vaccinated, you know, all the children in Singapore, um, most of us were in our lifetime would have had chickenpox. Right. So uh, I, I assume that most of us would have chickenpox. What if you had a very mild case of right. chickenpox? So, so that's, that's the main thing. You know, sometimes it's so mild, we, we missed that diagnosis, especially in the era where, you know, many of the children now are vaccinated. So they have got some partial response and then they might have, you know, a very attenuated chickenpox infection. Yes. Yeah. So that doesn't diminish the risk of shingles because shingles, you know, as long as you've been exposed to the virus, whether it's there, it's in the body. Exactly. Mm. And the chickenpox vaccine is a live vaccine. Okay. And so there've been also issues or cases where people have shingles from the vaccine virus. Oh, yeah. whoopsie doopsie. No, no, no. It's actually good. We actually want to reduce chickenpox. So it is a good thing. Yeah. That, you know, the majority of people, there is a benefit to not having, you know, full-blown chickenpox. It's very infectious. It spreads along. There's a lot of morbidity. There's yeah. infection. You know, so it is a good thing. So, you know, vaccination is still part of the national program. Highly advocated that that should be done. Right? And then now, you know, as we move on to our the, the aging population in Singapore, now the strategy is, can we reduce the morbidity yeah. from shingles? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I think that it's, uh, it's, it's because of all the complications. Yeah, it's a good idea. And so if anybody's listening in and they're not sure, check in with your doctor. Yes. Maybe consider doing a blood test if you really want to know whether you've had it or not. But let's say you can't remember and you just take the shingles vaccine, good enough or not. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, the shingles vaccine has um, has been around for for for, for several years now. The, yeah. the protection has been shown to be predictably good. Oh, what I mean is like, yeah. is it okay to take it even though you don't know whether you had chickenpox? Yeah. Well, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so because uh, again, we assume that most people have chickenpox, yeah. and then you you get it, and it's probably the safer of the two. Yeah. Because it's a recombinant vaccine. It's not really. It's it's not a vaccine that can cause an infection per yeah. se. The chickenpox vaccines, in contrast, 
uh, live vaccine. Mm. Yeah, so you know that has a little bit more complications. It's great to hear about the advancements that we've had and what we have in terms of treatment and prevention. Dr. Tang, we're going to leave it there. Thank you for your time. Thank you. My guest on the program helping us understand the seriousness of shingles and how it changes your life. Dr. Mark Tang is a consultant dermatologist based at Mount Alvernia Medical Center. This has been Health Matters. Before making any decisions based on the information in our program, please consult a medical professional.